All right, everybody, welcome to the Confession Post podcast. Uh, and the purpose of the podcast is to take entries written at confessionpost.com where people, they confess to highly personal matters in, a, in an anonymous way and people give feedback and normally people do it through the message boards at confessionpost.com but we're doing it here, <coughs> excuse me, as a podcast. So my name is Morgan Rector and this is my co-host... Vaughn Dark. All right. And I think, uh, did you go first last week? I can't remember, but you should just go first. (laughs) (laughs) Or if you want, I can go first. It doesn't matter. Um, I guess I'll go first. Um, (laughs) We're hearing a lot. We're hearing the word trans a lot lately. And uh, now here's the other, another concept. And I don't, a lot of people seem to really be very resistant to this. But um, this state of transcendence, if you will, applies to race. So this person goes, I wish I was Latina. Latinos in general are the epitome of attractive. From the way they look, to the way they speak, to the way they carry themselves, I also really love their culture. The food, the music, the festivals, it's all so lively. I also love how family-oriented they are. So I'm wondering if... If being the state of being transracial is a thing, because I've known, well, yeah, kind of, I, I guess, because I've known white people who seem to want to be black. I've known, uh, oh man, uh, black people <laughs> who kind of related more to white people, um, and there are people of other races who seem to identify more with people of a race that is not their own. There seems to be quite a bit of that. I'm kind of the same way. I'm in the same boat. I mean. I kind of, I just like all things, like, <laughs> I'm very open. Culture is, like, meant to be enjoyed and, and like, appreciated and things like that, right? Like, um, and it's the one beautiful thing that, like, as human beings, that we all kind of bring our own thing to the table. And it should be, like, enjoyed and, and stuff. And, I mean, I get, like, kind of hate, hating the skin you're in. But, like, it's kind of funny, like, you go back in your roots, and it's like there's a lot of white-on-white crime that goes goes on. Yeah, like, my, uh, it's like, it could be, like, very well, you know, part of the English blood that's in me could be due to prima nocta, who knows? You know, like, but, uh... I mean, like, that's just to, like, give, like, like nobody is really, like, 100%, like, you know, like, one thing. And, I mean, culture is, like, it's totally a thing. Like, it's, it's like, a thing that needs to be enjoyed. You know, that's well, the me, reason why it gets put out there. There's been a lot of talk about cultural appropriation, but I yeah, think, I think I mean, time it's a, it's a benign thing. I don't think it's ever... I mean, first of all, everything that you own or have eaten or ever done has its roots back to a, an ancient culture in some cases. Yeah. So we don't even know half the time how much cultural appropriation we're engaging in. And also, it's usually tributary. I don't know if that's the right word, tributary. But it's it's in tribute half the time where people are just, they're enjoying another culture. They're not doing it to make fun of anybody or to... Uh, 
to encourage others to ridicule it or to condemn it. I mean, it does get into that offensive territory. If oh, yeah, so, I mean... But, yeah, where, like, children, like, people wearing, like, you know, dressing up like Indian chiefs for Halloween, that part of it's offensive. But Yeah, how, there's, there's some things, like... They're, like, you have to be doing it respectfully, you know, like, Halloween's not necessarily, like, the time to be doing that, and, like, yeah, yeah. you know, like, if you have those roots in you, like, sure, you can totally celebrate it, but you have to be, like, you have to tread really carefully when it comes to that sort of thing. Like, I love headdresses. I, like, admire, like native culture i i like i love it myself and that's why i have it but i don't know like as a white person and i'm not the white person that like did anything to them but you know like am i allowed to still have that i don't know i love it though like it's like something that means something to me i've always like had like a lot of my closest friends people in my family like shit like that like you know i've had a lot of like close native ties and yeah i don't know it's just like it's a weird it's a lot of weird ground you know like as someone who appreciates it you still don't know how to like do it right yeah exactly i mean the best way to approach it in that circumstance is just to to watch, just take it all in, and eventually maybe you get invited to like, participate in some way, you know? Yeah. Today I shared like on on my Facebook, I shared this thing. It was like this this guy was getting married to a Hawaiian girl, and they did the haka. All the like groomsmen and stuff and people like they like did it. Even like some of the bridesmaids like joined in. It was actually really cool. And, like, that shit, like, I love it. Like, it's, you know, whatever our roots are, you know, it should be appreciated. And, honestly, we all have roots somewhere. And it all go back, it goes back to that, that time. You know, like, whether it's, like, Druids, like, uh, Wiccans, like, fucking, uh, who else? Uh, the Mongolian, uh, shit, what's the Mongolian guy? Genghis Khan, Genghis Khan, because like a lot of people are descendants of him. Father of half the world, yeah. <laughs> right, like. Yeah. <laughs> we all have roots, right? And we there all was have a lot of migration. Kind of roots. Yeah, there was a lot of migration for thousands of years. So. Oh man, and like if you want to go back, 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 like there's some crazy shit. Like. Oh, yeah. I have always been interested in that kind of thing. It's like fucking, it's beyond genealogy. <laughs> it's yeah, like, I'm into I'm into evolutionary psychology myself. I find that. Yeah, I I love human minds myself too. Like I just I fucking I love it and like evolutionary shit. Um, did you know you could get like, um, Charles Darwin's like book Darwinism whatever that like there's I guess a couple you can get them for you could get them for free. Yeah, you can on get them online like as PDFs or something. Yeah. Well, no, like just on an app. I had them on my phone. Oh, I was, yeah. like, reading that shit on my phone. It was great. And then there was like this fucking old ass like, um, is the Art of War like from Sun Tzu? Uh, yeah. Well, no, it wasn't that one. It was uh, oh, it was like later one 
I think I it was read, like eighteen hundreds. Yeah, I, I read Origin of Species, which was yeah, I not, think that's the one ex- I had. It wasn't exactly a page turner because essentially it's a science no. book, but you know there was some interesting stuff there. Yeah, but but then I bought another book that was specifically about evolutionary psychology, and it's uh, it just interesting because very few of our behaviors are new. I we, like you know, shit up. I love it. <laughs> yeah, I am. I, I kind of. Kind of obsesses me it colors a lot of my thinking yeah man like i like the human brain is super fascinating it is yeah and like evolutionary stuff like throughout all the species all that stuff like gives you like sort of keys to things and like i like um you know like more ancient stuff too like the druids and whatnot like um they have, like, little, like, monuments and shit everywhere. I think there was one in Windsor. Was there, was Stonehenge there the work of uh, druids? Yeah, 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 yeah. But there's, like, lots of many other Stonehenges if you go the, over there. Because, like, when I was, uh, I lived in Germany for a couple of years. And, like, we went over to the UK and just, like, checked out a bunch of little spots. Like, there's, like... Lots of hidden... This is back when we had maps. Like, actual physical maps. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, England... There was no GPS. Oh, but no. now it's a whole lot easier to find. Because there's GPS. Yeah, England has an interesting history beyond, you know, Victoria and you know, all that uh, Christian repressive phase of their history. They go When you go back beyond that, there's some really interesting shit, for sure. Uh, oh man! And and uh, even and there's all kinds of castles and shit over there. Like uh, totally. Like you, like a lot of these. Well, when I was over there, you could touch a lot of the stuff. So I was just like always touching the walls. I'm like, so many people touch this. Like not just like in the recent, you know, little bit. I usually try to touch places that I think other people didn't touch. So it's like you're closer to the ancients. You know, I was like fucking like. I don't know, like, 11. <laughs> I was a nerd yeah. back then. <laughs> and I want to visit a desert before I die. Like, I want oh, man, to me too. And I want to be out in the middle of it, which is probably not the safest thing to do. But Arizona would be pretty sweet. Well, I love the idea of being out in the middle of, like, an almost empty, desolate landscape. Yeah. And I want to go to the Bolivian salt flats. Do you know about those? Um, yeah, I've heard of those. They're, like, they're really, it's, like, it stretches a long way, but, it's like, yeah. they're white as hell, like. Yeah, when, when it rains, it reflects the sky, and it looks like the heaven on earth or something like that. It's that really, is so it's, cool. Yeah, you feel. I want to go to, um, there's a place, well, tell me that about that in a second, but there's a place, like, there's actually a couple places where it's, like, a bunch of, like, glass, like, it's like a glass peach, and it's, like, really colorful. I think you know, I like about that. Mm-hmm. It's, like, rolled, you know, like, it's been rolled over time. Like, you're not supposed, you're not allowed to take any, too. And I'm like, fuck, oh, yeah. I would take, like, a couple for sure. But What's anyway, yeah, this fucking, um, the salt flats. Yeah, so when, they, when it rains, it's, uh, it looks like you're walking on clouds because re- the ground's reflecting the clouds. It's just this amazing visual. 
Right. Yeah, no, that'd be sick. And it'd look like it'd be going on forever, too. It'd just be yeah. like infinite. Infinite. <laughs> infinite is the word. It's kind of a I was like, I almost got all Buzz Lightyear and was like, it's infinity and beyond. <laughs> well, yeah, it does kind of look that way. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's kind of embarrassing, actually, to re- realize how old I was when I figured out that the reason the ocean looks blue from a distance is because it's reflecting in the sky. Yeah, and you know what's fucking, like, the ocean, I love the ocean, but it scares the fuck out of me, man. Deep-ass ocean scares me, man. Like, oh, yeah. There's all of that, like, Mariana's Trench bullshit, like, all of that, like, the deepest parts. I'm like, no, 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 no. Those are, like, those are, like, that's where fucking crazy shit lives. Well, no, <laughs> Scotia has sharks, too. I think. Oh, yeah, we, from time to time. Yeah. Great whites, maybe. I don't know if they live like, there. Like, you kind of see a few things, and, like, a lot of whales, like, actually, there's a few whales. Yeah. Um, in Newfoundland, there'd be more, like, you'd see more seals, but you'd still see a lot of whales. Yeah, and I want to go to Sable Island someday, too. That's oh, man, I need to see those horses. I made, like, <laughs> this is, like, the Sable Island horses ended up being a good acid joke, man. <laughs> yeah, that'd be interesting. <laughs> Yeah, man, let's just, like, honestly just drop acid and go to Sable Island and see if we can hang out with the horses. <laughs> well, you never know. That could backfire on you. Maybe the horses are yeah. monstrous or something. Yeah, they'd be like, okay, you're weird. <laughs> yeah, you're not, being weird. You'll be banned from <laughs> Yeah, via the horses. The horses would be like, no, no, not anymore. We let you guys here, but that was like that was the last straw. Well, the whole thing, <laughs> the thing with Sable Island is they say you actually have to make some kind of provisions to stay there a couple of days because the the weather around that area is so uh, what's, what's what's the word I'm looking for here? Well, it's it's unstable. <laughs> Very cheap. unstable on Sable Island. <laughs> yeah. It is, yeah. Well, you know how Nova Scotia is, right? There's oh, dude, the wind, <laughs> the wind changes by the the weather changes by the fucking Man, hour, right? You know. Yeah. Okay. So, like, I'm gonna tell you about the past two weeks. It's been plus like weather, and then minus weather, plus weather, minus weather, and then we got a storm, and then it melted, and then we're getting a storm this weekend. <laughs> Yeah, it's been like that here, too. It's icy a little bit around here, too. <laughs> well, it's, it's amusing here to see people react the way they do, knowing how it is down there. But, yo, I, man, okay, so first of all, it's, like, crappy all over Canada around this time of year. You honestly cannot win. Like, I lived basically from one coast to the other, and, like, this area, it's good, but, like, we get a lot more bullshit. BC is probably, by about, like, by far the mildest weather you'll get during the winter if you live in Canada. BC is really good. But everywhere else is total bullshit. <laughs> Especially Winnipeg. Winnipeg's supposed to be really hard. I've never lived in Winnipeg, Saskatchewan, uh, like, any of those middle places. Okay, so it's, like, BC, Alberta, and then... Ontario, and I lived, like, I, I've i stayed in Quebec a couple times, like, 
kind of around that. Like, I guess partially spring, winter, I don't know, whatever. It was fine then. But then, you know, a shit ton of my life here. And, I mean, a fair amount in fucking Edmonton. And Edmonton is, like, legit. It's like, that's the coldest you'll ever get. And there's snow on the ground for too long. Way too long. (laughs) And then here, it's just, like, it flashbangs you. Like, you'll be doing good. And then all of a sudden, you got snow. And then they're saying that there's a storm. And it could be bad, but it couldn't be. It might not be bad. So you don't know what you're in for, really. Yeah. <laughs> well, what I, I I spent Christmas of 2007 in Calgary, well near Calgary, with with relatives, and I noticed that um, at eight o'clock in the morning it's still dark. Like they have less here. There, no, in Alberta. Oh yeah, yeah yeah. I mean, like what time of year was that? Yeah, Christmas time. So. Oh yeah, for sure. They have like they have like legit like that is a winter, you know. Like that's like what like fucking. It's almost like what. It's like the. It's like Northwest Territories kind of just like poop down into it, you know. Like yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's like the only place where it's like super ice rinky and like there's always snow for like a long time and you need to like put a fucking parka on and shit oh yeah like i was waiting for a train and it was torture it was it's bad (laughs) like you feel it your Your face hurts like your face hurts (laughs) i kept like going inside this building just to get some relief from it and this guy yeah and then it hurts to breathe because you're breathing, you're breathing in this cold ass air, and you're like, <gasps> <laughs> yeah, it's it's hard there. Mm-hmm. Um, coming back around to the the subject of cultural appropriation, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, I, uh, you know, I think the people who get bent out of shape over it when it's not done in a uh, a, a mean as a means to ridicule, like we mentioned the Halloween costumes and stuff. Well, I think a lot of people who get upset about it are just oversensitive, political correct, politically correct types. Like I saw this video on um, online where it was taken in a university, and a white guy had dreadlocks, and this black girl. Oh man, it, the dreadlock thing. Yeah. She wanted to cut his fucking hair off. Yeah. And, and she's saying, "Oh, because cool. it's my culture, which isn't really technically that's." I mean, it's linked to the Rastafarian culture, but there's... It is, but, like, also Vikings and shit like that. Everybody did it. Like, honestly, like, till anyone owned a comb, it's, like, legit. Every single person's fair game. Like, you can't deny that fact. Like, if you did not own a comb, and, like, legit, when did we invent the comb? <laughs> we should look that up because literally, like, till that show was invented, people had dreads. So, like, fight me on it. Well, apparently, people <laughs> apparently pe- shampoo was not commonly used until like late in the 20th century. I don't know. I guess people just put water in their hair, but yeah, shampoo. Oh yeah, but I mean, like, you, you can like run your fingers through things like that, but like. I mean, that's shit, like, and I mean, when did we invent shampoo? Like, nobody knew how to really clean their hair till like, soap was invented, right? Like, bathing didn't so it'd be soap and combs. Soap and combs together. Yeah. 
can so probably. Um, but yeah, I, uh, <laughs> bathing didn't even become a regular practice until the 20th century. Because I mean, look, yeah. like they were coming, like there's fucking Neanderthals out there. You can't tell me cavemen didn't have fucking dreads. Well, of course they did. There's, yeah, they're homeless so, people. So like, beat dreads. that one too. <laughs> Well, if you don't wash your hair and it's getting curled up in, in, in knots and shit, yeah, you're going to have dreadlocks. Only Seriously. Most people have dreadlocks now take care of them. They clean them. But uh, Oh, man, and you know why you can get, like, sick fucking dread extensions? That's yeah, the that's, best part. You yeah, can my stick them in. Too. Yeah, stick them in, get them done properly, and it's like you fucking have, like, you know, wicked dreads and, like, I mean, you gotta kind of wash them, maintain them, and that's the. It's easier when they're out of your fucking head, cause like you can actually wash them properly. Yeah. But you stick them in like a good washer-safe bag, and you could probably just throw them in the washer with like some things. <laughs> yeah, my ex had those and made made uh, hairstyles according to. Oh know. man, yeah, like some of the synthetic stuff, like. You could probably, like, that shit might last a bit longer, but, like, if it's, like, human hair, it'd be good. It'd get gross. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, All right. Oh. <laughs> it's probably my turn, right? Yeah. All right, wait. Should we talk a little bit more about this, like... Well, we got about 20 minutes out of the last one. We got 18. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We, like, we're getting better at this, where it's just, like... Yeah. <laughs> we just chatting okay so i'm gonna start with like hot for boss All right. um my name is amber and i'm 27 year old married mama of two i love my husband but i can't help fantasize about my silver fox of a boss chris i want him to call me his office call me to his office and fuck my fat ass over his desk. I want him to be my daddy so damn bad. Confession over. Mm. Well, I think in this day and age, she would have to be the one to initiate it. But oh yeah, definitely. Like, like, like you can't. Just, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You, can't. I mean, you can't even really flirt with anyone in the office anymore. Oh hell no! Without like something happening, it's like. So yeah, if. if well, as a lady, I think you're going to have to just go in there and, uh, I don't know, uh, strip halfway and see how he reacts or something. I was actually kind of just thinking about that. Like, just... Oh, my God, no. Hang on. Like, wear um, some kind of dress that you could, like, just pull off really easily? I mean, that, too, but, like... Also, the dynamic between, like, males and females, right? Like, where, like, it's cool to have that, like, what is it? The law, like, like some... Law of that, attraction, whatever. Yeah, the law of attraction rule, like, fucking Sharon Stone, that shit, right? Yeah. Like, a female, like, is different than a guy, which is unfair. Well, you mean, like, how they're attracted to power, or... Um, well, no, I mean, they, like, they seduced people, you Wait. know, or she did, she, like, the law of attraction thing, not law of attraction thing, it was like, oh, fuck, what's that, I'm gonna look it up, I'm gonna look up the movie, I've never fucking seen it, the Sharon Stone movie, where, like, 
It's Michael Douglas and her. Basic Instinct. Yeah, that's the one. And, and then there's a one with um, Demi Moore called D- Disclosure, where. She, oh yeah, I think yeah. that one was like very similar too. Well, that one's that one's a fantasy fantasy film because she says to him as his boss, "Let me blow you or you're fired," which is not going to happen ever. So. I think wow. Michael Douglas was in that one too, though. Interesting. <laughs> They wanted to re- to turn the tables on that scenario, not realizing how unlikely it is to happen. So the, the, uh, it's interesting because in the show Oz, there's a female corrections officer who who uh, makes uh, I don't know, I can't remember if she forces them to, but she has sex with a bunch of the inmates, and that was an interesting part of the plot. Yeah, yeah, um, that was the what? Which one? Yeah, that was Oz, the prison ship. Oh, Oz, yeah. Yeah. It does happen in real life. Like, the the guy, and, the inmate who had sex with, like, four different female corrections officers and got them pregnant. So that, oh, that happened. So I guess they like the bed. Yo, spreading that seed, like, you can't... <laughs> like, I was franchising. He was franchising. Yeah, if you're into bad boys, they don't get badder than in prison you know, doing, doing life. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, everybody, <laughs> one of my friends, like, always shares this, like, this, uh, gif. Some people call them gifs, but it's a gif. Anyway, it's, uh, from Mob Wives, right? And it's this, this lady, she's like, all the good men are in jail, right? So, and it kind of is true <laughs> sometimes. Well, I guess so. But oh, my God. Been... One of my clients, and I love her to fucking pieces, she met her, like, her baby daddy, like, being a pen pal. Oh, yeah, for the prison pen pal? Yeah. And he was, like, he was really cool, and then he ended up just, like, you know, poof, out of nowhere, just, like, passing away. Well, yeah, I thought, anyway. I thought about... Having a prison pen pal, like, for human monsters, because I'm fascinated by... You know what? Me, too. I thought about, like, writing to them, and I was like, maybe I don't have enough time to devote to that. I'm not sure. Well, there's that, and also, I don't want him looking me up when he gets out, so... I'd have to, like, use code shit. Yeah, because I I remember somebody saying, like, if you're in jail, you might make friends there, but don't tell them where you are when you're being released... Because they might hit you up for like a place to stay or something. Yeah. Because you don't yeah. want those guys around, right? So you don't want somebody knocking at your door, literally. Well, yeah. Because like that could happen. They'd be like, "You can't turn me away." Especially if here. Did, especially if they did favors for you on the inside, like protected you or whatever. You can't. Well, yeah. I mean, if you went to jail, yeah. Like, but I mean, if you like were just a pen pal, then like. Yeah. Then, I mean, at least this is like, you're your friend, but you still don't fucking tell them. Because, like, once they get out, they'll be like, help me out, bro. <laughs> yeah, and also, as far as women goes, I mean, that's a guy who's going to have a hard time getting a job. So that's going to be a downside as well. Unless he goes back into crime, which he might. True. True. Yeah. Uh, as far as the silver foxes goes, um... 
well, Bill Clinton is an example of where that can go. Um, mm-hmm. This young, I feel. I mean, I felt sorry for Monica Lewinsky because basically she became known globally for being a slut. Like, can you imagine the humiliation? I mean, some women don't mind so much, but I don't think that's not, that's something she wanted. And just the just just the overall scandal of it all and um oh man like i remember when that all came out like and he never i did not I, have oral sex with that woman like yeah. really, nah i don't think he was ever or, no she did not perform oral sex on I me not, i don't even know how that didn't matter really because he was lying out his butthole he never felt right <laughs> about it either he never apologized to her or anyone else I don't no, and apparently, like, he smoked fucking, I heard, he smoked cigars that, like, basically been, like, fucking, probably, like, probed up in her. Yeah, he used it. Yes, one of those tubes as a dildo, yeah. No, he probably did it tubeless, man. And he pulled it. You gotta, like, take that fucking cigar out and, like, I'm telling you, like, as I'm not a, like... <laughs> he did that, he pulled it out, and he yeah. said, Taste. I am pretty sure he pulled, like, he definitely pulled that fucking cigar out of the tube. And was like, let's, like, fucking... Because then you, like, you can stick it in there a little bit, have some fun, a little bit. <laughs> you can't soak the thing. But once you clip the fucking tip, you can still probably smoke it. If you just kind of like give it a good yeah. wipe, whatever. He's just, kinky, yeah. I'm sure he is. He's like he fucking glazed it. <laughs> he, he sucked on it. And he said, "Tastes good." <laughs> he did that. So America. Taste. Yeah. But, but uh, I don't know. I mean, she should have. Well, I guess on her side, I mean, she should have known better too. I mean, it's the fucking president of the United States, and uh, it's not. It's not like. The possibility of getting caught wasn't a factor. So, I mean, she was <laughs> she was young, though. So, I guess you got Yeah, I mean, she's just like, woo, we're having fun. Like, honestly, girl, like, you're in the White House. <laughs> yeah. Have that fun. Who's going to, like, honestly, like, that's a story. That's a big yeah. fucking story. Guess what I did? Like, are you shitting me? No, I shit you not. I did this. (laughs) After all these years, there's a stain. (laughs) Yeah, on the blue, the infamous blue dress. (laughs) And then the other thing about having sex with guys that age is that they tend to be married and they will not leave their wife. That's pretty rare when they do, unless they get caught. but yeah, that's that's just, that's pretty rare. They usually don't leave their wives, so that's another thing. No, well, I mean, they like they all stick by them. Like, yeah. okay, wasn't there not a guy like he did like a fucking the Wiener dude? Like his last name was Wiener, wasn't it? Anthony like, Wiener, yeah. Anthony, Anthony Wiener, he had like a Wiener shots. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But his Wiener where is wasn't supposed to be, yeah. Yeah, and he, like, had to publicly apologize. They all have to publicly apologize. It's like, you know, like, you don't, like... (laughs) I feel like we don't, we're beyond this now. 
And this is wasting airtime. I don't care like if, if it, some famous dude cheats, like Tiger Woods. I don't give a shit if their <laughs> pictures get leaked. I'm like, good for them. You know, they got a sex life. That's cool. Yeah. It's nice to know that they're human. Because, like, they kind of seem like robots most of the time. Well, so they pro- cool. It's probably a bad idea for famous rich men to get married because there are a lot of women who want to sleep with them. And it's hard for men to turn down that temptation. So, like, Tiger Woods, you know, the most famous. I'll do your cat box. I heard you say something about. Sorry. <laughs> I can do it. So, I'm so, helping my dad out so we can continue this podcast. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> that was also on recording, but that's cool. It's cat wholesome, box. wholesome content. <laughs> oh, cat box duties are overdue. Is that what's that? No, no. Like, dad usually comes in and, like, does the cat box in here. And I got to do my cat box anyway. So I'll just do both the cat boxes. And oh, we're all good. They yeah. got two cats. I got one cat. And my cat and one of their cats are best friends. Does she get along with the other one? Um, oh, t- well, not so much the gray one, but the gray one kind of hates everyone. Like, she's oh, kind of, yeah. well, not hates everyone. She just, like, I don't know. She's weird. You ever wake she's up old the- and weird? <laughs> you ever wake up in the middle of the night to the sound of cats fighting or anything? No, 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 definitely not. Usually the gray cat just tries to come in and use the cat, uses the cat box in my room, like sneakily. I don't know why, but she does that sometimes. And then, um, I mean, she'll sit on me from time to time because I'm usually the only person around. She's like, oh, you're a warm lap. <laughs> <laughs> Doesn't give a fuck about who you are, I don't think, anymore. <laughs> where, where, I used to, where I used to live, there were, there were like, raccoon fights sometimes at night. And they can be surprisingly loud. They make this very weird squawking sound. And Oh, just, man, we only have, like, one raccoon out here. I've seen one. That's a... Oh, they, they're, uh, they abound. Toronto abounds with raccoons. That's um, same with Montreal. There's, like, a place, like, there's, like, sort of, like, a lookout. You can go to this. It's, I don't know exactly where it is, but, like, you can kind of see most of the city. And, it like, it's a bit of a hill, <clears throat> but it's a raccoon gathering. And they're, like, actually all really friendly. Mm. And so you have your hands and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Yeah, one of my... One thing that always made me uncomfortable about Nova Scotia was the rats. Like, we don't have such a big rat. Oh, we got rats. <laughs> we uh, got rats. We got, like, mice. Yeah. Well, my mother told me a story when she was in her 20s. She and friends, like, they were out drinking or whatever. And one at one point, they decided to go to this dump. And uh, the person who was driving the car, they flicked the headlights on and off a couple times. Then they sat in the dark. And then they turned the lights on a minute later. They said, like, the dump was alive with rats. It was just like, Oh, gross. Yeah. yeah, I mean, like, rats are... Rats are pretty disgusting. I'm more of a bird person myself. And we got, like... You know, actually, we got some pretty friendly birds. I fed them, like, out of my hands and shit out here. 
So, not out here, but, like, in town. Yeah. Well, the Europeans probably brought the rats to Nova Scotia. Man, there's rats, like, and they're pretty big, too. But, I mean, it's because we got, like, we're, we're like, a wharf town, you know? Yeah, yeah. We've got that going for us. Like, everywhere has rats. Oh, for sure, yeah. Yeah. And, like, we got, like, mice in most of our houses, too, like, which is a different thing. It's, like, you get rats downtown, and they're usually in, like, most of the places, like, past, like, I would say, like, there's, like, a public gardens area, and that, like, that's far enough from the waterfront where, like, it starts to kind of change. But there's still rats. Um, but once you get into, like, residential areas, you find more mice. Yeah, um, I, saw, I saw a picture from, um, the sewer sy- system in London, England. This guy had a rat the size of a beaver. It was fucking terrifying. Fucking nightmare. Yeah. If those things bite you, they got fucking diseases in, in them and shit. Worse than COVID. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah, COVID. Point. Like that's like, I wasn't it like what the black plague or the bubonic plague or something like that. That's how the like the rats apparently like did that. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, they can fuck us up real bad. Oh man, animals can just like okay. Let's talk about the history of some of our weird shit for one second because we got rats responsible for the bubonic plague. Somebody ate a bat for COVID. <laughs> AIDS AIDS was a monkey. So what else we got? <laughs> Gotta be real careful about yeah, the animals we eat. What in the uh, shit? Like what what are we doing to animals? <laughs> like well, I guess it's like poor countries where people are so desperate they'll eat almost anything. Apparently well, apparently the armadillo can give you leprosy. That's what? Yeah. I don't know if it's from eating Who's it or eating just touching armadilla? it. Armadilla. Armadilla. Well, well, they eat possum down there, so I guess they... I guess, but I wouldn't want... No, I would not eat, eat a possum. I like my little trash, trash rats. Or squirrels. Yeah. <laughs> They're fucking cute. <laughs> um, Are they in Nova Scotia? They- no, I don't think so. I have not seen one. Like, I've seen, like, okay... Out here where I live, I seen a raccoon, or yeah, a raccoon once, and I seen a fucking fox once. But that was like two, three years. That was a while ago. That was a long time ago. I haven't seen a fox in a long time. And I mean, we got deer and pheasants. That you know, the the deer's once a month. The pheasants are like maybe once every two weeks, something like that. You know, oh, yeah. like you, <laughs> it's hard to fucking gauge these animals because they're animals. They have no fucking. Doesn't matter. They'll just see you when they see you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> they don't give a shit. They don't have a fucking watch. <laughs> no. Oh, it's like it's been about two weeks. Maybe I should go back to that place where they had like food out on their lawn. It's pretty well, good. Well, this <laughs> is a. Hunting season is off right now, right? Oh, man. And, like, apparently there's, like, this warning out, like, out in Turo. Fucking, there's a deer problem. There's a huge deer problem. A deer problem? But 
It's not around here, though. That's the thing. Like, we got, we got two deer that come on this property. Just two. Just two. That's it. And I, like, see them once a month. That's it. They're not a problem. They really aren't. But, like, apparently in Churro, they're, like, everywhere, I guess. Wow. So now they, like, have this, like, people can uh, use bows to go kill them. Mm. Well, I've had deer meat. Oh, and arrow shit. Me, but it's all right. I yeah, think. I like. I like. Mom was just telling me today. She's like, I want some wild meat. I'm like, ooh, you know what? Yeah, venison. Yeah. I've had rabbit too. Rabbit. Rabbit. Rabbit's, rabbit's really good. Yeah. Some moose meat from fucking Newfoundland Labrador. They make the best fucking moose meat. Like they jar it up. Oh really? Oh my god, it's so good. You just eat it right from the jar. Well, so you tasty. <laughs> Did you see the movie um, Into the Wild? Into the Wild. Yeah, it's about a guy who decided to go. It's a true story. Went and lived in the wild in Alaska, and just decided to live off the land. He wanted didn't want to be part of mainstream society anymore, but it backfired because. Though he did bring a book along with him that was provided a guide to like natural. It didn't give him everything, right? Yeah, he yeah he ate something poisonous that killed him. So and he was also oh no, so he died. Yeah, and he just wasn't completely prepared so that he wasn't able to get medical attention because. Ah uh, no, you need to like you need to know. Okay, so like, I love this. Because there's a show, and this is like one of my favorite shows to watch. I watched a few seasons of it. It's called Alone. Mm-hmm. And basically, these are like trained like survivors. They can live off the land and whatever, right? They can. They're trained like pretty like they're well versed. Otherwise, they wouldn't make it on the show. And they also have like a good tap out. Like they have a way out, right? Yeah. Which is, which is good. At least somebody like people can get saved if they need it. So like the few seasons that I like, I seen. There was one guy. He was in it for fifty five fucking days, living just like in the woods by himself. Mm-hmm. Fifty five fucking days. That's a long time. Like just to like be like, yeah, I'm gonna like give up on my shit go out and do this and like you don't know if anyone else is going still you know you have no idea like you'll just like you have to wait it out until you get a call one day and they're like yeah you're the last person you won and you don't know when that is like isn't that kind of a trip yeah well i mean i once read about a guy who spent an entire year in the deep woods so like it was so far into the woods that he had to take a helicopter there so there was like nobody to rescue him if he had a medical issue uh he had had to rely completely on the supply of food that he brought but he enjoyed it he said he encountered one other human being during that entire time and yeah uh, that's cool it'd be interesting i mean it'd be be, it's funny because coming back to society would be like kind of coming back through it like a time warp because you would have oh, totally, uh, totally because you're just like oh fuck like i forgot about all this shit like well i'm kind of living yeah. that way now i mean i've 
mostly tuning out the news and I just not I don't I do not pay attention to the news either. Yeah. Like my, my blood pressure's come down as a result. <laughs> yeah, right. You know what you live a lot like a lot more of a calmer life when you like take out the fear. And uh, the fear, like honestly, and that's like what a lot of news is, is just keeping us fucking on edge. And like you know, it's good to know what's happening, but the way they present it, it's like almost like you have to do something about it. It's like there's nothing we can do, though. I can't do like sh- for for a lot of people, there's literally nothing that we can do as people to affect this or change this. So it kind of like not only does it like make us fearful, but it also like kind of gives us a f- like a feeling of defeat because it's like and helplessness because i mean really like the world is big well everybody has problems everywhere in the world that's a universal thing so it you know it you know worry about your own problems oh dude problems so much like you know yeah and it's the thing like your problems are probably like everybody's problems it's like like you know, once you get past your own individual problems, there's so many other problems. It's like, you can't get, like, everybody's got a problem, and there's no, like, sometimes there's really no way of fixing it other than having money. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> money could solve most of my Money, problems. like, would literally save, like, so many people's problems. And it's like, yep. To me, like, he's, like, billionaires, like, that'll, like, all that shit. It's, like, you can't spend that amount of money in your lifetime. What are you doing? I mean, it's cool that you're going to space. But there's a lot of people out here that could use a little bit of, like, you know. Yeah. And for that matter, how is the colony on Mars going to be sustainable? I don't even work, you know. I guess, like, and that's worth working out. Like, maybe they found something. Well, you know, I mean, I'll give them that. Because otherwise it's going to end up like total recall, right? Where people can't breathe, they lose all the oxygen, and it's going to take a few years to bring more, so. Oh, man. Like, you, like, there's a lot of, like, trial and error with that. And, like, I mean, luckily there's a lot of people on this planet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> totally. I uh, mean, they were like just talking about those fucking head chips recently. Did you see that? Yeah, that's uh, it's it's not part of that's not a, no, it's, it's not part point. of it. But I mean, it's a little like eh, like. No, I'm not going to embrace that technology. That's, I'm not either. I don't need it. I'm, I don't need Good. to be a cyborg. You know what I'm saying? Yo, like my phone. The thing I carry every goddamn day and need to use because, like, whatever. It fucking, that's bad enough for me. Yeah. I think that kind of head. That technology might be beneficial to maybe people with disabilities who could use it to communicate back and forth with people who have some kind of receiving device. So that's a good thing. Oh, man, if there's, like, yeah, is there that in there? Well, it seems like there's potential for it. I mean, if you can transmit things to that chip so you can listen to music or receive your emails or something like that, and maybe they could use it so to, uh, with people who have, like, Lou Gehrig's disease so they could process that's their a, thoughts. Yeah, that's cool. 
But uh, okay, I don't know. Okay, so I, yeah, so so for some things. <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, so moving on to my um, second confession here. Uh, the title is Sad Relationship, and there's a sad emoji here. Aww. <laughs> Teardrop. Yeah. Lately, me and my boyfriend is not okay. Is and, not. Uh, is not. <laughs> and until now, we're not okay. He hurted me because of a simple thing. I have a problem with my family, and I cried because of a single thing. I texted him that I was crying, and he did not reply to me, That and I was deep, I was kind of hurt because I need him that time that I was crying. I need him to lean on, to comfort me, and to give me some advice as he used to be there when I had a problems. And then he texted me when I'm already okay. He said he was doing a lot of things because he was a godfather to a baby celebrating today. Um, well, I think she needs to learn to be less codependent. And, I mean, his life did, doesn't stop just because he's in a relationship with her. There's that yeah. becoming a godfather to a baby. That's a big event. Oh uh, yeah, totally. I mean, that baby. Like honestly, it's gonna get old. That that like that baby's gonna be a baby for a bit. Yeah, and it's gonna but, get old. It will. Like he can only go over there so much, and like see this fucking baby of a baby. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> and becoming the godparents like a ceremony, isn't it? I don't know. Is yeah. it? I've never been one. Um, I mean, I've been told I'm a godparent to some people. Oh. Like, or uh, I just thought it was a verbal agreement. <laughs> well, I guess it is too. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Like, maybe you, maybe you could have legal documents if it was like probably tied to like will stuff. You know, like legal yeah. things like that, because like. Yeah, being, like, a godparent to someone really young, if you're really worried some shit's going to happen to you, you know, like, you just fucking, you got yourself a fucking another parent for that kid. Yeah, that's true. That's usually, like, the convenient reason for having a godparent. Yeah, you think your life is in shambles or something. Or, like, maybe you got, like, a fucking life-threatening disease that you don't want to tell anybody about. You keep a hush-hush, you it's like, you know what? Like, can you please just be my godparent, whatever? And, like, you legit fucking spring that shit on them, like, <laughs> like an asshole. Well, it should be someone who maybe has more money than you. That might be a good idea. Yeah, you know, I would plan it out that way. Well, I mean, if you're dying, you got life insurance, hopefully. Yeah. Here's here's my kid and my death money. <laughs> Sorry they, about the kid, but here's the money. <laughs> well, they should have asked you first because you don't want to just have someone. Well, yeah, like you kind of have to like say like, <laughs> look, okay, look, buddy, like that would be the like the cool thing to do. The white, I always say it, it's the white thing to do. That would be the white thing to do to be like, look. I might die. I don't know. Like, it just depends. Things like, things that seem okay, who knows, whatever. I might die. This kid might be your kid, but here's some money. You cool? And they're like, yeah, yeah. All right. You're good. And if it happens, we'll, like, fucking, like, y'all are fucking drunk and sniffing cocaine. It don't matter. Like, that's still a solid bag. Yeah, right. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's a lot it's a lot to consider and so you shouldn't 
expect your boyfriend's, you know, to, to have your boyfriend's entire life revolve around you, because um, then you're being too clingy, and yeah. uh, make, you're, you're trying to make him feel bad because he's not there every time something goes wrong in your life, and you should learn to be more independent, more a little stronger emotionally. Yeah, and if, yeah. he, if he breaks up with her, she's gonna be a fucking train wreck too. She'll be cutting, she'll be cutting and shit like that. Cause she's well, yeah, definitely. You don't it. want that. Like, I mean, go get a tattoo, hopefully, and you know, dye her hair, but don't, don't be cutting. That sucks. Yeah, <laughs> well, it'll be bad because she obviously has made this guy. She's assigned responsibility to this guy for her happiness, for her mental stability. And that's a dangerous oh. thing to do. Obviously. So, like... Maybe, maybe he's also a stickler for good grammar. Because she's not... That's not her strength, either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, that's, that's kind of funny, though. I mean, like... Um... So, like... She, like... He has to, like help her out he's like sort of like her like caretaker in a way yeah. yeah she had some family problems and he just said he he couldn't be there for her because of the godfather ceremony situation um right yeah because yeah so i mean there must be someone else she can turn to like a friend yeah she needs a backup for sure like because i mean like having all that responsibility on one person isn't fair either or, like, having some tools to, like, help yourself would be good, too. Yeah, she's high-maintenance. And, uh, you know, to put him in the position where he has to, like, practically like nurse you, like, you're emotionally. Yeah. Like, maybe, it's mean, hard on people, honestly. Like, a grown-ass person needs to be able to take care of themselves. So, like, when you introduce somebody like that, like, where you have a huge responsibility to them... You have to be able to instill, like, some tools that they're going to have to provide for themselves. Because, like, you know, like, situations like this. Because, like, they can't always be there. Yeah, God forbid. It's unfair. God forbid he make your wait, like, 20 minutes to return a text. I'll bet that's a big issue, like, that's too. A long, like, that's a long time, I get. Like, with people with anxiety, like, there's a lot of shit. Because, like, man, like, there's, like... <laughs> The more time that passes, the more you're fucking, like, alone with your thoughts. And you're, like, if you've got the, like, you know, if you've got some things going on with your mental state, you can have, like, racing thoughts. That's, like, a thing with a lot of women. It's, like, um, a lot of women go undiagnosed with ADD, ADHD, whatever, because, like, men, it's outward, but with women it's internal so like overthinking yeah and like that can get you it 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 gives you spirals it's like really fucked up like you end up like giving yourself like depression giving yourself anxiety giving yourself these things like because you're just you're like did i do the thing you know like you, you you won't let it rest until you like go and like you know like, sometimes you're manic about stuff, sometimes you're not. Like, sometimes you're just, like, you know, think you think people hate you, too. You're, like, what they mean by that. 
Yeah, that's true, too. Like, the tone of their voice was weird. <laughs> or the little thing indicating that they're they're texting, but they're not finished with the message. It goes on for a really long uh, yeah, time. Yeah, or, like, sometimes, <laughs> oh, my God, and I've been guilty of this. It's like, I've accidentally, like, I've been in the middle of a text and somebody else is, like, called me or something like that and i'm sure like the like the thing i don't know if the thing still does the dot 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 thing when like shit like that happens but like i'm legit on a call and it's like it must bug the person if they're like legit in a conversation with me because they're like dot 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 and it's either like dot 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 forever or like dot 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 nothing and then what happened and then, like, I get, like, sometimes there's, like, a couple messages, and I'm like, sorry, like, <laughs> and sometimes if I'm, like, really unlucky, I'll totally forget about them until, like, the next day, or, like, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh, shit, right, I was in the middle of something there. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible, like, sometimes, like, I mean, I love, like, where we're at technology-wise, but it kind of sucks at the same time, because, like, it well, fucks that, with... Yeah, it oh, go ahead. You, uh, <laughs> yeah, it certainly enables you to, you know, to put things, these things off and to add... Uh, it makes the timing of everything more complicated sometimes. Yeah. Yeah, whereas back before all this, when it was a landline telephone... Yeah, there was the, the option just wasn't there, so you had to keep the conversation going. So. Oh yeah, man. Remember like party phone and stuff like that, and remember when you like you could call in and like listen to like like I remember being able to listen to like some music over the phone. Oh yeah, and I knew yeah. like, I knew people who met through like dating phone lines. Oh yeah, me and my friend would hit that up all the time. Me, my friend Rebecca and Elizabeth, we would like we would like every time we spent the night, we'd like talk to people on there, and then like we met people. We actually met some interesting people through it. <laughs> and like we could have got stabbed, but like <laughs> like whatever. <laughs> Well, There's three a, of us. <laughs> They're not going to fuck with us. I, I knew th- at least two couples who met through one of those. So. Yeah, no, it, it was good. It. I don't think it exists now. I guess it's just dating apps. But Oh, were- man. I think I was watching cable and, like, legit, it, like, that that ad showed up. Oh, yeah, so they still but exist. But it's a different person now. Like, it's, like, different oh. people on the ad. Yeah, okay. But you can totally talk to people on the phone. Yeah, I imagine so. <laughs> okay. I so miss like I miss when it was like I'm all alone. Cat got your tongue. <laughs> it was so okay. good. That wasn't like the fucking. I was like a teenager. You'd see that like sometimes like between Ricky Lake and like yeah. other shit. <laughs> sometimes. It depends on if you're watching Rochester, New York or not. <laughs> I think. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Is it my turn? Uh it's your turn now, yep. Alright. This one is terrible and anyway, I'm gonna go for it. <clears throat> Incredible peeing fetish. 
I am just a 30-year-old girl who is addicted to peeing in my pants. I've always peed where I should purposely peed in bed all through childhood and still do to this day. During the day, I drink a lot of water or soda and hold the pee until I simply have to give up and just let it flow. It usually happens... It usually happens usually... Like... (laughs) I like the English that these people use. It's good. (laughs) I want to edit it. My OCD is like, ah! (laughs) Okay. Um... Uh, where was I? Okay. It, it it usually happens in the early afternoon. I will literally literally just pee anywhere. I just let go. I literally can't hold it anymore. Once I get home, I pee anytime and anywhere in the house, right in my jeans. I pee on the sofa. You name it. I hold and hold and just have to let it rip. I found a wonderful wife who is fully into my pee. See, I thought it was a woman yeah, until me too. that point. <laughs> I really did. Like, and when I like, I read this before, and I was like, really? Because I still was like, oh yeah, <laughs> for the second time reading it. Oh my god, right? It's a dude. <laughs> yeah. Surprise number two. Okay. Um. Let's see. I found a wonderful wife who is fully into my pee fetish and totally supports my peeing all over. We also both pee on each other as part of sex. Neither of us can really orgasm without peeing in bed. Yes, it absolutely stinks. Yeah. <laughs> but it's truly amazing what you can get used. Get used to? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I change change jeans a few times a day, but sometimes I decide to re-pee my pants, and it's all 100% worth the trouble. So I guess they must have, like, a separate set of clothing that they just let dry out, and they wear it over and over again. I guess I would have a few suggestions, because it sounds like they probably would, like, Buy a lot of furniture and things like that. Since they're into that stuff, you should just, like, go in the shower for most of it. Because, like... Yeah. Come on now, like... That's, like, the best... You just close the curtain, you can go buck wild, I guess. That makes the most sense to me logistically. And then, say, you got, I don't know, diapers... For some things. I I know some people are in a diaper play, play, but, like, it kind of is, um, I don't know. It's going to save your cushions and washing and the environment, I guess. Like, (laughs) well, you know, holding your, your urine in all day long, that's. Oh, man, the UTIs. That's gonna yeah, I like that. That's why I was like, "Oh my god, I'm concerned for this woman." But it's a dude, so like, I don't know well, how yeah, that works for a guy. He could probably end up with that problem too. But I guess if he can't control his bladder, that's not gonna bother him that much. I so. guess not. Like it'll still be like whatever. Like this is just another day in my fucking life. 
well, my mother, here. My mother, <laughs> my mother worked in a restaurant for several years, and she was disabled. The only bathroom was on the second floor, so she couldn't get to it. And so oh, she, that's it, tough. She had to hold it in all those years, and now it damaged her urinary tract, and she yeah. has, she has to wear you know diapers and stuff. Fuck. So I don't recommend holding in your urine all day long because that'll it could damage it. It can do some serious damage. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. I, no, I I've I've heard these things because like. I am kind of prone to, like, UTIs and things like that. Things are uh, sensitive, we'll say. Like, I can't just, like... Are women more vulnerable to that than men? UTIs? Yeah, oh, totally. Because, like, sometimes with us, it's like, if, say, like, you know, that whole thing that we just talked about, like, you hold your pee, you have that sort of weird-ass thing that you do. You know, that's, that's one thing. Um, if you accidentally put on a dirty pair of underwear, instant fucking urinary tract infection. If you, um, forget to go pee after sex, sometimes people get that. Sometimes if people buy the wrong fabric for underwear, they'll get a UTI from that. It's Mm. like, it really depends, like... Um, but usually it's a sexually kind of like it's it's more sex related than anything. Um, not clean genitals, um, pushing things like basically it's like pushing debris up your urethra. So when you're having sex, it makes more sense because it's got that motion already. Oh yeah, it's being jammed that way. <laughs> So it can happen. Aggressively too, yeah. But I mean, sometimes like some women are so sensitive that a certain fabric will just set them off. Hmm. Well, yeah, it's weird. Know. A little lesson in ladies' vajayjays. <laughs> yeah, I didn't know some women were that. Uh... Oh man, there's like a pH balance over like pools down there, essentially. Yeah, you got pH balance shit. <laughs> it's a very high maintenance organ, isn't it? Yeah. Well, I mean, it is and it isn't. Like, we just gotta take care of it. We gotta know how to do that. It's hygiene. It's basic, basic hygiene. Can you imagine and what like, it must have been like for women like four hundred years ago? There was no. Okay, so like, there's an interesting when we go back to like things like that because like when I go back to like say ancient Egyptian Egyptian stuff. Um, it was said that Cleopatra did, uh, like she, or somebody, like there was like a, an ancient thing where they like, um, did aphrodisiac kind of stuff. Like they would like drench like, um, oranges and things like that, like in their like pheromones. And they believed like the armpit was like a good place for that. I mean, you could put it in your pussy but I would assume that a citrus thing in your pussy would like be a learnt thing like right away like we do not do this anymore well lemon, not... is, well lemon is a good disinfectant but it might also burn you know yeah. what's that? lemon is a good disinfectant but then oh have... yeah no it would not be good down there no that's <laughs> a little too strong that's a yeah. little too much yeah well you know what <laughs> 
It would pucker all them lips. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. Have you ever eaten like fresh pineapple, like taken? I like, love like, fresh pineapple. I'm like, but the acid is so strong, like it. It is. It's, like you could feel it, like fucking eating away at your mouth. That's the only thing. Oh, it's so good though. Like I hate it, yeah. I eat that part, but it's just like, oh, it's so juicy. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, so I'm gonna go into my last confession here. Yeah, because we're, <laughs> but the we're title, making good time. Like, we are. <laughs> title is, I'm a 29-year-old guy. I was at the airport and the other day and found myself looking at a female who was probably only about 19. She was so good-looking. I know she isn't underaged, but I still feel kind of dirty about it. I do like younger women, but I feel bad that she was so young and I'm so old. Well, I don't think 29 is that old. I mean, when I was 29, I thought it was old, but I don't think it's old now. No. Uh, but, I mean, you know, society's drawn this line in the sand saying, you know, you can't have sex with girls under 18. But there are a lot of people who now who seem to think, like, if you're a certain – if the man is a certain age, and then he shouldn't be carousing with girls that age. Like, that's immoral. But that doesn't count as pedophilia. I mean, they're, they're adults – I don't know what they're going to find to talk about. I don't know how the relationship would be sustainable. But, if, I mean, if that's not what they're out for, if they just want to have sex, then that's not going to be a problem. But uh, I don't think there's any reason to feel dirty about it if she's, you know, uh, of age and it's the relations are consensual. Yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, like, I mean, it's kind of nature doing what nature does. I mean, men are, men are generally attracted to younger women because... Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's kind of funny because like, it works. So it's like, I mean, like, and there's like, again, it's like almost this dynamic. I was going to say, like, it's like the Mrs. Robinson di- dynamic where it's like the women, like, you get the like the cougar Mrs. Robinson thing. And men, they're like fucking Hugh Hefner. Yeah, right. You know, like, you kind of have that, like, weird-ass dynamic where it's like... But it's also kind of like it's looking more and more not okay with the with the guys. But no one's really looking at the, like, Mrs. Robinsons, you know? Well, I have to say, if there were, like, you know, say there's, like, four men and their wives and they're all in their, like, their 40s... And then you have this one girl there who's like 19, and she's like, Oh man. When you're 19, (sighs) you're still kind of a teenager when you're that old. Yeah, that's a little too young. That would be a weird kind of clash, you know, for her to to sit there and be surrounded by these older people. And so, but there are guys who date them, guys who who are involved with strip clubs or go there all the time. And yeah. Try, try to date strippers that sometimes happens oh yeah totally yeah i once knew a guy who was dating a stripper i don't know i don't think it went very far but he was definitely trying to make that happen for sure oh and like it's so funny like a lot of people are so like bad at that like they just like they don't realize like you know this is their job you have to like actually like really make sure like legit nail down and make sure that this is like 
not part of the job. Yeah, it's... like, people, like, fucking will get, like, so laid out financially. Oh, yeah, there, there are a lot of these guys who think that this, they and the stripper have a connection, a real connection. I know. No, and they'll visit them for, like, months, years and shit. Like, they'll go there every, oh, yeah. like, every day and be like, yeah, me and, like, fucking Stephanie, Paradise. like... Well, not Stephanie, but... Paradise. Jennifer... <laughs> Destiny. I'm picking all the wrong names. <laughs> Destiny. <laughs> well, you could use Valencia Van Dark if you uh, were to dance. Uh, oh, totally. I would use that or or just, like, Von Dark and, like, be some weirdo. Like, I don't, I don't, know. I don't know if there's such a thing as, like, an alternative strip club, but that must Oh, be- there are. There's, like, you can just be whatever you want, really, as long as you're fucking hot. Yeah. Like, as long as, like, somebody fucking is into your your shit, and everybody's into, like, everybody's shit, really. Like, when you think about it, there's, like, all kinds of fetishes. There's, like, everything is a fetish. <laughs> so, like, you could actually kind of, like, make it no matter what, so long as you can put yourself together and move your shit around a little sexy. Burlesque is, there's no nudity in that, right? Well, no, you're, like, paste isn't a J-string. That's, like, general rule of thumb. I don't know if the rules have changed since, but, like, paste isn't a J-string. That was what you could go down to. But strippers, especially out here, we can do fully nude. Yeah. Uh, How many many strip clubs are in Halifax? None. None? Absolutely fucking zero, and I hate it. We used to have Ralph's and Sensations, and Ralph's shut down, like, a few years before COVID or something like that. I can't remember. Because on the Trailer Park Boys, there are a couple scenes where they were... Sensations. They were, like, I was watching it again, and I was like, that's Sensations. Oh. Yeah, that's fucking Sensations. It's pretty rare when strip clubs go out of business unless they're really terrible. And I did go to a room. Man, it was so good. I went to that place, like, once, but it was, like, it was a memorable night. So, like, I went there, and, like, I was just like, this is a bomb place. Like, it's actually set up really good. Like, people are kind of friendly. Like, it's big, because Ralph's is kind of small, but, yeah. The money you make from that kind of enterprise is pretty substantial. Yeah, it's just people are so fucking conservative here. It's like, it's actually politics that, like, fucking comes into play. There's a door charge. Oh, uh, there's door charges everywhere. The drinks are crazy expensive and they're watered down. uh, Well, yeah, it depends on if you're friends with the staff. Yeah. And, like, I was friends uh, with the staff at fucking Ralph's. Because you're not allowed to just nurse a one drink either. You're oh, no, man, like, they let me do whatever. <laughs> I could, like, I hung out with the girls. I tattooed the girls. Oh, you Ralph's. did? Like, some of them, yeah. Like, that was way back. That was early 2000s, though. And they got to pay the club in order to dance there. So the- Yeah, like, but they only get, like, a percentage. Like, as long as they, like, make, like, you know... A good like mint, they can they can swing it. Well, that's where all the lap dance money goes. That's them. That's their money. What they yeah, make. and it depends like if you're out of town or in town. The funny thing is, it it, it actually works the same way as hairdressing. You're renting the facility, and the people pay you directly. And 
it's so yeah, those two jobs are similar in that way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is that yeah, how it works? Yeah, yeah. Is that how it works with tattooing, or do you like do you do you have to pay to work there and then take a? No, I just get like a. It's like usually a fifty-fifty split, and in some cases, if you're lucky, you get a sixty-forty split. And when I've done some, not all guest spots, but some guest spots have given me a seventy-thirty. Like, I actually made 70%, which was fucking sick. Mm. But that's the best you can do. Guest spots, huh? Like, you- Well, yeah, not all guest spots give you that, but, like, yeah, um, you can totally get mint, but, like, usually you kind of work out something. Like, if you have your all your own supplies, you can usually make the most. Um, sometimes... Like, if you're, like, real good friends with, like, whomever, they'll be like, okay, like, you know, you can just totally, like, come here, do some shit, and, you know, I'll provide you with stuff, because, like, traveling with ink as a bitch, sometimes that shit explodes, makes it, it makes a huge mess. Mm-hmm. So, so, and sometimes, like, I mean, being a person that looks like I do, you get, like, flagged usually most times when you go through the airport Mm. and then you have to sit there and explain what the fuck you're doing with these things so it's the less you have the better (laughs) yeah i guess the air pressure in the plane probably affects them too oh man the inks like yeah you it doesn't work out well most of the time i've had like shit ruined before you should be allowed to like do just very basic tattoos at the buskers festival you know nothing nothing big like a back tattoo but like a trans- uh, well, yeah, I mean, you'd have to have a decent, like, a decent, like, tent. Like, something that was actually pretty sealed up. Like, yeah. Yeah. At the buskers would be good, but, I mean, like, just with the wind and shit like that, like. Oh, would it affect, oh, wait, it would affect the ink? Well, no, it's just, like, you could get shit blown in there. It's not very sanitary. Oh, yeah, so. infections and shit. Okay. Yeah. Well, I think we just blew her wad. I think there wasn't. Yay! Yeah. (laughs) I'm all right with that. (laughs) Yeah. All right. Well, thank you for joining us once again, all listeners, and you as well, Valencia Von Dark. That's a cool name. That should be. Used. I just go with Von Dark for this, just because oh, oh, yeah. like it's it's shorter, but like yeah, the Valencia thing. That's like my my uh, model name. One of my friends, like his name is uh, shit. I just had it. I hate that. Um. Anyway, he gave me the name. He did like a little photo shoot with me. He's like, and I was trying to come up with a name. He's like. Valencia, like, I heard it once in a video game, and I don't know what video game it is, but, like, I was, like, cool. That'd be, like, like that'd be a good name for, like, a a Disney villain, like, a female Disney villain. Right? Yeah, like, along the lines of Cruella de Vil, you know? Oh, totally. Totally. Have you ever thought about acting before? Because I noticed in your mind... Man, yes. And, like, I've thought about it a lot, but, like, I'm not sure. Like, I I mean, I would give it a real serious go. I would. I want to do stand-up comedy. That's, like, my first, like, 
bucket listy thing is like I want to do that, but um, I've really like I I have too many outlets, so like I actually like I want to do, you know, a lot of stuff that kind of involves like just like spewing my creativeness out there, like uh, writing and music, but also writing some like, you know, some screenplay type stuff or a book. Well, I mean, you know, like you have a a great voice. The camera loves you, and <laughs> people people talk about my voice, and I like literally like I won't listen to myself most of the time. I will not. I'm no, just, it's like, a great voice. <laughs> or people, it's the same with me. I guess people pay these compliments, and it's uh, it's what some psychologists call imposter syndrome, where you have some kind of special skill, or maybe you've done something great, but you don't yeah. see you don't. You fail to see how great. In fact, Paul McCartney had that until just a few months ago. Can you, or I mean, a few years ago? Can you That's believe weird. that? He was a fucking beetle and hugely yeah. successful, and yet uh, he just didn't see what the fuss was all about. But I guess it's yeah, no, I feel that same way about like a lot of people. I'm like, you know, like you're destined to do good things, and I like encourage them. I'm like, no, you need to like like try try to do the thing. Please try to do the thing. It's never too late to do the thing and like when like you reached out about this like podcast stuff I was just like you know what that's like a real good way for me to like kind of get out there and used to like sort of like warming up to like talking in front of people you know what I mean because like essentially we're we're talking in front of people not yet but people are gonna be listening to it so essentially well, I came up with the idea of getting you to star in the movie I was going to make about Krista. Oh, yeah. I think I would be a good, like, side person and, like, creative director. I would totally do creative directing. Like, somebody else has to do Krista, but I'd have to, like, kind of, yeah. like, well, you don't have to creatively play. direct them. Well, I actually, well, you know, if, if I'm never able to, to get to get, you know, any writing sessions. Oh, yeah, we were going to do, like, the graphic novel. Yeah, there's that, but I also came up with the idea, like, you know, if, if I can't make a movie about her, then just rewrite it to make it into a fictional character, but based on some elements of her life. Yeah. Play that character. And uh, I would shoot it on no money using, like, an iPad, and I have clip-on mics. and Nice. Make most yeah, make- there's ways that we can do it, and it actually might, like turn out really good it might turn out like pretty raw and like you could do everybody's makeup and stuff and that'd be fun you know i honestly i like doing that like when i was 16 i was like right into like i wanted to do music videos when i was 16 that was my thing i was like i like loved floria segismondi and she was like my favorite like director in the world i loved her for like ever and um you know like was into that for a bit. Um, there's a place called Afhoop over here. Like that's I don't know if it's still around, but it was a like voluntary thing. Like if you like put in the time or like paid into courses and stuff, you could learn like stuff about filming. But like this is when I was sixteen. So yeah. it was like all wild back there and we were using some fucking crappy shit. Like well not crap it was old. It's good. But, like, you know, essentially, I was doing all this so that I could, like, rent out, hopefully, at some point, rent out this equipment. But 
I never really completed my hours because, like, I mean, as a teenager, you're kind of, like, wrought with a lot of decisions. You're like, do I have a social life? Do I, like, you know, do I continue this? And, like, sometimes when, like, if your parents take too much notice on it, you're like, oh, I'm, like, losing, losing my, like, steam on that one. But I still, like, have a, like, love for directing. and Not directing, but, like, I don't know, like, all that stuff. So, like, the creative aspect. And, like, you remember back in the day when they'd do, like, old horror movies. And, like, honestly, like, they'd just, like, it would be, like, fucking SpaghettiOs for, like, intestines. And, like, yeah. they'd be, like, you know, they'd make all their, like, sets and shit like that. I loved that more, I think, than what we've got going on now. Oh, it was CGI and all that? I love that. Like, it's good. Like, but it's like, I love this, like, organic shit because it's grosser and it's creepier. Yeah, I know what you're saying. It's always nastier and, like, you know, like. (laughs) Oh, well, one tip is that if you want to create fake puke, you take cream corn and mix it with like ketchup, stir it around. Ew. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also, yeah, because John Waters, the director, he had a person who was that he called an ugly expert. He said, uh, film them in direct sunlight, get them to eat a bag of chips so that their teeth are covered in like tartar. Oh, gross. Those all these tricks to make people look hideous. And they're nice. good at it too. Yeah. That's dope. I like it. All right. Well, thank you very much again. And uh, have yourself a great week. Weekend. You too. All right. Take care. You as well. Have a good night. You too. Bye. Bye.